Await no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Roommate PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and it's here on this very podcast where we talk the latest and greatest in PlayStation with my best friend, Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm so good. I missed this so much last week. Thank you yeah. to Joe after work for filling in for me. Yeah. Um, stupid work. They did, couldn't find anyone else to cover for the Wednesday night shift. And I was the last resort, so I had to sit there and for a quilting group, Joe. It was a, it was a group of senior senior citizen ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was around sixty of them. What they came they to watch. <laughs> well, they weren't. There was a a famous quilter they got for a guest speaker, and they sat there and listened to him talk about QuiltCon 2019. This is no a real thing. way. There's a it's quilt. a real thing, Joe. Look I it don't up, believe audience. That. <laughs> QuiltCon19, hashtag QuiltCon. It's a real thing. And they were geeking out about quilts until like 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. What? Yo, oh, yeah, Joe. It was a. I, the whole time I was thinking, it was like, I need to. I would just yeah. want to talk PlayStation with Joe. That's yeah. all I want to do. You know what, though? Like, in an alternative like timeline, there is a person who just wants to talk about on a podcast quilts. It's, like, a uh, quilt 100%. podcast. And then, like, there's a room full of people talking about PlayStation. Like, what? Why, why would people yeah. even be interested in this? In that other timeline, we have the quilting podcast. Yeah. It's the quilting room. <laughs> uh, a podcast made by the comforters for the comforters. I don't know. Uh, podcast one stitch at a time. Oh my god, let's do it. We're going to to quilt con. So Kyle, <laughs> this is a great start to the show. Uh, we move sets, and when I mean yeah, me, uh, we, I mean me. So like, there's just a whole ton of stuff. I literally set this up five minutes in advance of starting the show. So it's impressive. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's here. Not everything's here. Uh, we're going to get a new stand for the TV, so it's going to be nice and even. It's going to look really nice. More place to put a lot of junk. So, um, yeah, everything's going to start looking a lot neater, a lot nicer as the weeks go by. No more school. I finished this semester. Very happy for you. Killed it. I crushed it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I did really good. So now we're going to be back to full force, bad big games, three videos every single week with the trophy room. I'm definitely excited. Yes. Real quick. I'm proud of you. You stuck through it. I know how tough it was for you this this semester. Yeah. How good do you feel? Do you feel your shoulders are are light and just, you know. Well, I have like one or two more papers do but okay. then it's it right. honestly the biggest vindication was like i you know at the end of every semester i just go you know i email all my professors just in case i miss anything and um and my the one professor for my capstone she was just like you did freaking excellent you're you're That's awesome like she's like you don't need to worry i'll email you if anything but you killed it and i was just like i felt really confident too because i was just talking about the trophy room i was just talking about bad bit and how proud i am of it so it, that those things came easy so yeah I'm, I'm i'm happy that i got my senior thesis out of the way now everything is literally easy breezy just as long as i don't somehow as long as i don't die <laughs> I've passed college and everything's fine, you know, yeah. but just in case I do, I love you all 3000. So with that, <laughs> Kyle, we have so much to talk about, man. We got state of play coming out this week. In, in fact, you're probably watching the show. It's already come out, but shh, shh, don't worry. We're going to twi- twist it up. We're going to have fun with it. We're going to talk about EA access. We're going to talk about the new PlayStation now update. We're going to talk about legislation. What? What? For loot boxes? Yeah, I know. Days Gone News. All that said, 
And all that out of the way, before we get into all those sweet goobers, Kyle, question for yeah. you, buddy. What's up? What have you been playing? All right. So this is big release last yeah. couple of weeks uh, that I've been playing nonstop, put many hours into it. It's called Tap Baseball 2019 on the phone. It's fantastic. No, it's, okay. I have been playing that. I have been playing that, but uh, day's gone. And okay. I, I wasn't here last week to, to put my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a fine game. Like you guys yeah. were saying last week, it is fine. Um, it took me a while for it to click. I'm not nearly as far as I wanted to be or as you are, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to the second camp. And while I was at the second camp last night while I was playing around, um, something like clicked. And where I really I really got sucked into the world. And it's it took six, seven, eight hours to get to that point, which yeah. is kind of sucky. But... When it clicked and I was listening to the the freakers in the distance and hearing them get closer freaked me out, having to to stealth around and finding Nero stations and having to get rid of all the the um, uh, speakers so they don't attract the the hordes. Um, And Nero stations are like checkpoints in the game. Yes. By the way. Yeah. 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 Nero is like the scientific um, part of the game, like the researchers where. They're finding out what the what happened type thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I enjoy that. There was a really really cool experience I had last night where I was in one of those Nero stations and I was inside or or trying to find the power to turn it on so I can get inside the building. Mm -hmm. And I just hear freakers and my map was clear. It was clear. And then I go outside and I look in the distance and a freaking horde is slowly walking towards me. I have never been more scared in a game in a while and i quickly hid inside i got the power on i ran inside um and just waited it out i slept until the next day because my gun (laughs) stinks still yeah Yeah. my gun stinks still which is which is where my big issue is my the the guns aren't really super powerful yet um at least my point of the story i had a real hard time with the bike handling um really kind of took me out early on because i was very I was all over the road and running yeah, into Joe trees after work and dying. Joe is not a fan of the driving as well. I, I feel uh, like I'm the only person that loves well, it. Well, I think I played it. I played it very early, and then I think after the patches, it felt better to me. I don't okay. know. Um, but now I'm at the point where, like you were saying last week, I got drifting down pretty well. Mm. I feel really badass when I do it. Um, the shooting and stuff is still a little off. The story is okay so far. Um, I'm gonna stop you I, right there. You say it's okay. Why is it okay? And what I mean by that is yeah. like not like saying this game, this story is awful. I'm, I'm saying like what makes it just okay? It's it's a weird. I'm try, I've been trying to figure out how to put it. Uh, it feels rushed. Like yeah. you start the game, it's like sixty miles per hour right out of the gate, and mm-hmm. there's no real lead up. And I know it's not a fair comparison, but like The Last of Us, you had a slow build. You had a slow build, and it's it's not that I wanted Days Gone for me to, to sit with some characters like that and, and follow the same beats, because then you're going to have people complaining it's the same as The Last of Us, which I don't want. Right, right. Um, but there was just like, it just feels like it just, you, you're, you're straight you in. Yeah. And then all the dialogue in the game is very fast, mm. and there's a lot of it, and if you're not paying attention, um, it kind of goes all over your head. Right. Dialogue kind of cuts awkwardly after cutscenes. Yeah. Um, 
But like there's, there's just something that it's trying to push me quick through the story mm-hmm. where I wish there were some more beats where I could just kind of hang back. I feel like and- Sam Witwer, man, he is such a terrific actor. Oh, 100 percent. This yeah. his performance. I wasn't a fan of him in the beginning. Not like his acting wise, this is character. And it just, he grows onto you. He's sympathetic. The flashbacks, he's like awesome. He's a, Deacon St. John is an awesome character because Sam Witwer is an amazing actor. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he is carrying every single scene because most of the actors are just not at his level. That's my biggest problem. Is it's like That's the fair. story kind of halts because it's, it is disjointed. And once it gets unjointed or, or, or gets jointed again, mm-hmm. it's it's a good solid eight hours of really good fun, really good story. You want to be hooked. And I'm at the end. I'm literally at the last level. And there is there is all of a sudden you, you finally get on this nice track with the story and then it becomes disjointed again. Like there was a great end two days gone. And then it was just like, actually, there's four more hours left. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. No, you could have literally ended it right here. Mm-hmm. There are like people that come into play, and I'm talking like major scary like villains that come into play only last like 45 minutes, it seems. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just like the story is all over the place at the point where I'm at the last level and I could care less. Mm. Like, I'm going to be real, real talk, and I'm sorry, this is slight spoilers, but like, Iron Mike is the dumbest human being I have ever met. The dumbest character. The, he's just an idiot. He's just straight up a dumb, dumb idiot. And I can't like it, because people are like him are making decisions that are just illogical just to, for the sake of moving the plot forward. Like mm-hmm. no person would think of these things and do these things. Not even if you're insane. <laughs> Gotcha. Like it's just like there's no logic into mm-hmm. what some of these characters do, and yeah. again, some of the, some characters are really interesting, and they don't get enough time to shine. And then you get the audio bugs, which like there are three missions that are really great that I actually had to look away from the screen because the audio sync was oh, just it was messed up. It was dude, delayed a little bit. Not just delayed, but like I'm talking five second delay. Ooh, like boy. their mouths would move and then words would come out and then it oh, was boy. messing with my mind. So I was just like, you know what? Turning this into a radio show and looking away, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. Yeah. And yeah. something I do want to point out. And yeah. I think Joe after work said it a little bit about it last week. I can't remember. Um, Sony Bend before this was Vita. It yep. was very sm- smaller in scale. Um, and they were doing that for a while. And I, I personally, I'm still super impressed at the scale and how big the world feels of Days Gone from Sony Bend. I think yeah. the game is a quality game. Yes, there were bugs, but what game doesn't really have bugs? Um, I, they, and they fixed it with patches. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of patches, <laughs> but they're at least addressing them and not being like, well, whatever, deal with it. Um, it it's it, it very much is... Days Gone is a game where their eyes were bigger than their stomach on some things. And I finally understand why the story is disjointed. It's because this game, you were supposed to make choices. To, yes, and that I was going to bring were, that up. Yeah, those choices are supposed to move the story in certain ways. And those choices don't exist 
no. in the finished product. That was something very early on, like in the first hour or so. Um, it was in all the preview of like the the first hour of Days Gone that was yeah. that were on YouTube channels yeah. like four months ago, whatever. Like, There's a point where make a. I'm sorry, you, you go. No, you, you're you're with Boozer in your camp, and Boozer's like, "Hey, don't take my shotgun." And in the preview event, you have the choice to either take it or leave it with Boozer. And when I got to that point, I was like, "Okay, yeah. what am I going to do? I'm already thinking about it. What's going to happen?" Yeah. And then he just gives it back and there's yeah. no prompts or anything. Mm-hmm. And that right there, to me, I was very disappointed. And, and I, I agree with you. If they had that, there'd be a whole nother level. And then there's, there's this one point in the game where like you're supposed to you find these people sh- like stragglers and you could direct them to different camps. There's three camps in the game, right? Yeah. You could direct them to each one of these camps. But there is at, at end game. I'm just going to a slight spoiler. Camp three is the best option. It's actually the only option because not only does it give you all the best items in the game, but it's also the most logically sound camp out of all of them. Like one camp, you just don't like them because the guy's voice acting's atrocious. The one old lady is real evil. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to work with you. You're just a big piece of trash. And then there are like people that are like, oh, these people are cool, and they play an integral part of the story. So it kind of feels like that is the hub of this camp or of the world, really. So like, yeah. Th- I feel like their eyes were too big for their stomach. They tried to do all these branching paths. They tried to do way too big because for so long they were stuck on handheld, stuck on mm-hmm. smaller experiences. And then they tried to branch out in these big ways. And it was a little bit too big. You know, yeah. With, I, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like stepping back and I'm not going to stop playing. Yeah. Like I want to see it through one because, uh, you know, as a PlayStation fan, I want to see it through to the end. Yeah. And I do like Ben's previous games. And it's not that I hate Days Gone at all. Um, I just think it's fine. I think the, I think it, the yeah, scores are it, accurate. It's a fine game. There's yeah. some things that I wish were better, especially not to get too technical and yeah. like nitpicky. Don't like the menus. The oh, menus really? are weird to navigate for me. Um, okay. I agree that the weapon wheel is cool. So um it just I don't know. I there were some things I wish I, I would have done better. Yeah. But it's still a fine game by open world PlayStation four console generation standards. I'll say this too, and like I've played most of the Xbox exclusives. Like this is definitely the highest quality if I had to put it up to a Microsoft product, I would still rather play this mm-hmm. than any of them, really, except yeah. for Gears. Like, and, 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 and like a fourth if you're into racing, but like to me, yeah. like it is low bar for Sony and the quality we expect from them. But actually, if this was an Xbox game, we'd be talking about how impressed we are. Like yeah. I'm not like I'm not saying that to be a dick. I'm just saying that's where it that's where this game lies in. Mm-hmm. You know, in this generation where Sony is. Has has come out with hit after hit Spider Man God of War Bloodborne. I have yeah. a whole box just dedicated. Absolutely. So like you know it, it's it's kind of low bar, but that doesn't mean it's not a good game. It's good. Yeah. It's just not great, and it's not bad. It's just yeah, down the middle. Yeah, and and I think when it comes to reviews, I know everyone was up in arms about the review. Yeah. Um, I think it's important. I think people lose sight of this. I, you need to find somebody that real you agree with on their viewpoints of gaming yeah. and don't just look for the scores. I know that's an easy thing to say, mm-hmm. but find people that you trust 
that know that they're going to put honest work into it and, and look at games objectively and take their word for it. Don't just go to Metacritic and see what the score is and base it off that. Yeah. Everyone has their own opinions on games and everyone likes different types of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, for me, I watched the Easy Allies review because I really trust Easy Allies when they yeah. come to reviewing games. And they gave it a 7.5, mm-hmm. I believe. And, and that's I, where I came down right there. As I well. think it's right in that. I think that's a perfect score for me. Yeah. I and mean, I'm still just very early on. But it's not in the AIDS. It's I not will like say, a great game, at the end of the day, though, like I really do hope they have. I mean, we'll talk about Days Gone again, but if and when they do a sequel to this game, because who yeah. knows? Again, I haven't beaten it, so there could be very much. This is it. But um, if they go back to it with all the things they've learned from this first game, I think this could be like an Assassin's Creed one to an Assassin's Creed two. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I, so like I think. There is promise for Bandai. I think there's promise for this game. But with that, we've we gone way long. Let's get into the first. I had to make up for ever. last week. That's true. No, we do be killing it. You're crushing it, man. Let's talk about state of play. Kyle. Oh, oh. Do you want do me you to read? To? I, you oh, did yes. such a great job last week, though. Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this first scooper comes from the blog, the PlayStation blog, that is. Mm-hmm. New State of Play lands May 9th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. State of Play will return for a new episode next Thursday, or actually this Thursday, if you're watching or listening to the show today, now. Tomorrow. Today, tomorrow. Today, tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. May 9th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. It'll be a quick show, around 10 minutes, but we've got some PS4 updates we couldn't wait to share with you. PlayStation Worldwide Studios will be showing off an extended look at Medieval, as well as a first look at a new title. And we'll have we'll have other updates and announcements from upcoming PS4 games. One note, don't expect any updates relating to our next generation plans this time. Sorry. Sorry. But wait, there's more. <gasps> what? <laughs> uh, this comes from Push Square, where they got this quote from Reset Era. Reset Era Administrator Oh boy (laughs) Posted the following Well this one will be better than the last for sure We'll see updates to Sony Games A new title and also the re-reveal of a third party game That was announced long ago As always take these sorts of things with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. But the senior analyst in question Has been right on the money multiple times When it comes to these sorts of insider posts So if the post is to be believed What is the third party title he's referring to? Wild, Final Fantasy VII Remake, maybe even Deep Down? So, Kyle, I ask of you this one question. Because by the time this podcast comes out, 98% of people have probably already seen State of Play. So I don't want this story to be irrelevant. But what I will ask is this. We're going to play a little game, and we're going to see who's right next week. Oh, boy. So, now if you were Shu... All right, because we know Shuei Yoshida runs first party at Sony at PlayStation. We know he's probably running the whole Big Bang thing himself. He's probably the Illuminati. So if you were Shuei Yoshida, you get to choose either Deep Down, Wild, or Final Fantasy VII. Which one gets the re-reveal? Think. I'm going Wild. Why Wild. It's I think this is when it was announced, I think it went under the radar. And Mm. so I think it makes sense to have it come out and get re-revealed. I don't think we'll ever see whatever deep down is ever. Uh, And the Final Fantasy Mm. VII remake, I think Square has their E3 conference. They took over PlayStation's time slot 
Um, I think it would be crazy wild. Ooh, pun intended for <laughs> for it to not yeah. show up there uh, for during E3. Yeah, they want um, something that's really hard hitting. You think, or or even like if we get a PlayStation State of Play during E3, I think that would make even that would be a better fit then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think Wild makes the most sense. I'm trying to think if there are any other ones that weren't aren't in here. That well, I, I cheated a little bit because uh, I'm going to say Final Fantasy VII. Okay, and because I believe uh, the producer of Final Fantasy VII kind of teased something on Twitter. So I'm thinking it's Final Fantasy VII just because they wouldn't make such a big deal if it was wild. Deep down, I would like to see what that game is, man. It looks cool back yeah. in the day, but I would like to see what a reimagined deep down looks like. And when it comes to Final Fantasy VII, though, I think that's the thing that's gonna that's the thing that's gonna hit people in the face going, Whoa, this is this is this is gonna make the splash. This is gonna make up for the terrible, awful uh, state of play that was, you know, two months ago. Well, so. well do you think? First of all, oh, I want to, you know, um, oh my god, congrats! Not congratulate. Uh, you got this. Thanks, Sony, for being super clear on what we're expecting for state of play. Yeah, that was, um, they yeah. came right out and said ten minutes. We got some updates. Medieval's for one hundred percent going to be there and shown. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing next generation, which is which is great. So we don't have to hear people complain mm-hmm. like they did last time. Um, so within those ten minutes, knowing Medieval's one, I look at the new title, which I'm guessing is this re-reveal. Um, don't that's you think true. That, so, like, that's not enough time for Final yeah. Fantasy VII? I okay. So here's what I think. I think the new title. I honestly think it's maybe a trip up, and I think it's Death Stranding. Mm, I can see that because Kojima son and um, and the composer to Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. uh, they've both been pose like tweeting like or, or putting out tweets back and forth to their communities, uh, really teasing something. So I don't know if they're oh, okay. collaborating together or those are two separate projects and they just happen to collide with each other. But like Kojima keeps on sending out blurry images of shit. And mm-hmm. everybody, you know, Kojima could sneeze, and everybody's like, yeah. Kojima sneezed today. Could this mean? So I, I think Kojima wouldn't be making so much noise if Days Gone, sorry, Days Gone, Death Stranding wasn't going to be shown at State of Play. Sure. And I, I, that's I again, true. that's me trying to. And with that said, I just say I could be definitely wrong. I don't want to, like, I don't want to well, get anybody's hopes up because if that's not there, that's on me. It's not on Sony. But that's like, also like the last state of play. They said there was a new title, and yeah. it was that um, Iron Man game. Battle, well, that and the battle royale with the animals. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like the animals where you you collect stuff, and then at the end you fight the other people based on what loot you get. I forgot okay. what it was called. Yeah, but that yeah, was yeah. the new title from the last yeah. state of play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be Final Fantasy VII. I think they understood that the last state of play did not hit. And I think they have just enough to pack 10 minutes of content that you give a shit about in this in this little package here. I'm excited just because oh, I want to see what... Again, yeah, they're setting the expectations up. Let's see what they deliver us. I think it's Final Fantasy VII. You think it's wild. Uh, yeah. With that, Famous Seamus writes, okay, we probably know what you want to see for the next day to play. We just talked about it. That's how you know. Yeah. Famous Seamus, you're so smart. But what do you not want to see at State of Play? 
Um, you know what I don't want to see, Kyle? What, what don't you want to see? <laughs> Anytime I can drive the knife in, I will. Uh, the last thing I want to see is a PlayStation all-digital edition <laughs> where there's no disk drive. The thing looks exactly the way the original you know, PlayStation would look yeah. like. And then they make commercials mocking it, and they're like, no, this is us just trying to be witty, you know? Yeah. That's what, and, and it's only 50 bucks cheaper. Oh, man, what don't I want to see? That's why I don't want to uh, see. Okay, I'll talk. <laughs> this is me just making Sean and Luke mad over there at the Xbox driveway. They're all sold out, bought by <laughs> Xbox Canada. They're in the pockets of Big Canada. Uh, what I wouldn't want to see, if I could be real with you, yeah. um, probably The Last of Us. I was going along those lines, too. I don't want to see any of the big titles. I don't want to see Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah. I don't want to see Last of Us. And I don't want to see Death Stranding if you don't have a lease or release window. Because, honest yes. to God, what I expect, not expect, sorry, what I believe, which I could be completely wrong, Death Stranding gets shown off. It has a release window of spring 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that one. I don't want to see any of these big titles, the the last exclusives for the generation. I also I kind of don't want to see any new color controllers. Like there's so many now. I like unless they come out and they have a create lab thing like Xbox does. Oh my god! If they announce so that, dope. then yes, please, one hundred percent. Yeah, I would like to see them be actually start being accessible. That'd be yeah, really dope. That'd be, that'd be really I just cool. heard a rumor. Um, all right, everybody, hop in my car. We're gonna talk about Xbox for a sec. But like, like, there's an Xbox controller apparently in the works where it has like Braille on it. Oh, that's awesome! And like, yeah, like that's super dope. I would love to see PlayStation that's, start doing that. That also seems like such an easy idea. I, I know, like, and the the pattern seems been a thing? really cool. So I don't know. I would like to see more stuff like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just don't show me things that clearly aren't ready that are going to get my hopes up. Just show yeah. me stuff that is actually has at least a release window on it. You know, do do we see any VR? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You think so? Gonna get, yeah, even though the last one was so VR heavy. Um, yeah, you'll see at least two or three. Okay. Nah. What do you think? You don't think we're going to see any? I don't think we see any VR. Ooh. I think they'll spend some time with Medieval. I think we'll see whatever the new title is. Okay. And I think yeah, it's t- it's only ten minutes, so it's gotta be okay. tight. All right, so here's here's the deal, okay? And you missed the, no, never mind. You're saying there's no VR? What? Yeah, I was gonna say you missed the, That's what she said. But let's continue. Yeah, God, God, uh, so you're you're saying that there's no VR? I'll say that yeah. there is. Mm-hmm. You say no Final Fantasy Seven. I say it is. I yeah, say I say no wild, wild. You say Final Fantasy. Okay. And then next episode, we're gonna go back. We're gonna see who wins. Oh, and if okay. we win, I don't know. I don't know what happens. We'll Do we see another out. Mortal Kombat trailer? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. They're really great trailers, though, so I wouldn't... All right. All right. Okay. Well, let's get to the next goober, <laughs> sir. All right. EA Access confirmed for PS4 arrives this summer. This goober comes from Push Square. After much speculation and a whole lot of rumors, EA has finally confirmed that its subscription service, EA Access, is coming to PlayStation 4. Previously, Sony had seemed dismissive of the service, essentially saying that it was poor value for money in 2014, not too long after the PS4 had launched. Of course, here in 2019, things have clearly changed. You're looking at $4.99 for a one-month subscription, or $29.99 for a full year. 
EA Access gives subscribers discounts on new EA releases, early access to upcoming titles, and full access to a large back catalog of EA games. It's worth noting that if you have an EA Access account on Xbox already, you won't be able to use that on PS4. Hmm. Very interesting, Kyle. Very interesting indeed. And I say that because uh, I ran... I, I was doing the time codes while I was listening, wow. and I had to scroll down, and I was like, I'm just <laughs> trying to buy time and not have a pregnant pause. Okay. <clears throat> Robert Amato writes in. Hi, Robert. What's up? Uh, What's up what do you guys think of EA Access coming to PS4 in July? I'm a big fan of the Madden series, but I don't get impressed by, I'm going to say, many titles by EA. I think this is something. Uh, do you think this is something for my demographic? Thank you guys for all you do. Well, thank you, Robert, for writing thank in. You. Seriously, and listening. More than that. Uh, so, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of you know EA coming in July? What, what do you think about EA Access coming? So it, it's funny that Robert wrote in with this uh, yeah. this question because I am the exact opposite. I am excited for EA Access. Okay, but it's for me to try Madden because I've been so burned by Madden over mm. the last couple of years. There's really no innovation on it, so if I get a chance to try it uh, for like an early access type of thing, and if I like it, then well, I'm not sure how EA Access works. Can I demo it before buying or no? I think for the most part, I think for like a lot of games, I don't think it's for all of them, but I okay. think for most big releases, you get to play it. Some of them a time. week early if you pre-order okay. it. Okay. And then you get also like a 10-hour demo of certain games. So like okay. Anthem, great example of like before that game came out, EA Access members got to play it early, and then they also had a 10-hour free trial of the game. Okay. So if they liked yeah. it, they get to keep it. And if they So that, that kind of stuff makes me excited, yeah. um, especially for like the sports titles to see if I want to shell out the full 60 bucks or whatever. Or actually sink time into it, um, but I, I think I think this is a good deal, especially if you're not super familiar with EA stuff and you don't really mm-hmm. play anything other than Madden from them. Um, it, it might be nice to kind of branch out and, and see what else they have going on and see what yeah. What I really think for like your fans. for five bucks a month, and you get like a whole lot of EA games. You could go back to the backlog. You can yeah. see and test out games you probably never would have bought otherwise. You get mm. certain games for like certain percentage off, which is pretty cool. And again, it's five bucks. So for me, it's not something I'm going to do because not many EA games speak to me anymore. Uh, but for for people that are into like Madden or FIFA or are yeah. curious about getting into Anthem or are curious about getting into like, you know, Star Wars Fallen Order, they get to play a couple hours of it, see if it's for them or not for just five bucks. Right. Yeah. Like that's that's a that's that's really cost effective of, of going, you know what, I played ten hours of Anthem, wasn't my jam. Whatever, five bucks compared to sixty bucks. It's kind of like why people over on Xbox love Game Pass so much. Yeah, because it's like, hey, you know what? You know, State of Decay is meh, but I spent fifteen bucks instead of thirty. Or like Sea Thieves, which I hear is really great now. But like back in the day, like I wasn't as burned by it because I only spent fifteen bucks on it. You know. So I think that there is a benefit to having a service like EA. If you're curious about one of their games, I would say take a look, see if it's going to be on EA Access, like early access, and then, yeah, put five bucks in it. And if you don't like it, you just like, 
no thanks. And if you do, you go ahead, buy it for the full 60, and then now you know. Instead of being burned like a lot of people were by Anthem, you know? Yeah. I will say, Robert, if you do end up getting EA Access, and I'm not sure what games are available in it right out the gate. Yeah. But try out Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. That game's dope. Um, try, oh my god, I had it in my head, and it's Go gone. It. Dead Space Nope, too. it's gone. Well, that's not going to be on there. Probably. I don't know. Well, if that's going to be on there, then will I get my Mass Effect 2? Will I be able to play oh, Mass Effect 2? You're right. PS4? Honestly, God, someone who actually knows EA Access. Yes. <laughs> EA Podcast. Listen, Andrew Wilson, let us let us know what's actually in this thing. But, like, no, for me, I think, yeah, if, dude, if you have the backlog of games like Dead Space 2, Dragon oh. Age, just like yeah. one and two. I like two. Okay, I like playing as Hawk. See what they tried to do. All right, um, so you know, really yeah. quick, yeah. EA Access uh, games list. Yeah. Um, you got yeah. games such as Battlefield Hardline, oh. Unravel. Yeah. This says Dead Space. Uh, Mass Effect. Titanfall 2, Skate 3. I don't know if that's... Hmm. Is that hmm. is that some type of backwards compatible? Let me see. Let me see. Uh, keep going. Okay. Okay. Me... Well, I'll get to the next question. Sure. All right. Because, again, all these subscri- uh, subscription services, they're new to us. We don't have to, you know, I already don't like this. Oh, God. You know, we got to figure out what's on what. Ugh. Anyway, Eric writes in, regarding EA Access, that has been confirmed to come to PlayStation 4, despite having previously been denied in the past. What reasons do you believe PlayStation had in allowing this deal? And what doors do you think this opens for PlayStation 4 players? Should we expect the same things before, or will EA Access be dead on launch? So, okay, this is actually a great question. You know, EA Access was something that was shot down back in 2014 by PlayStation because Sony said it didn't offer, you know, a great value for our customers, which is total BS. Yeah. Now it coming back, what does that say for the future of PlayStation? Is this positive news in terms of like subscription services or them being open for other people to come into their ecosystem? What do you think? I think it's more it's a positive sign that PlayStation is less guarded Mm. and and they're kind of open-minded and they're realizing that gaming is evolving in the way that we consume where we play games and Mm -hmm. stuff. And they want to make sure that sure, if you want to subscribe to these games and play these games here, do it on our console. And I think this is a great way to, to kind of do it. Yeah. Um, I do. I do have a quick list. Okay. Go for it. So this is obviously Xbox One because this is where EA Access lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got like the latest sports titles: Unravel Two, UFC Three, uh, Peggle, Peggle Two, fucking Peggle. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> this this does have like Xbox 360 stuff. Like Dead Space Two is on this list. But the old PS2 Xbox game Black, um, uh, Skate Three. I'm gonna stop you right there. This service yeah. is dope. Dead Space <laughs> alone. You go spend yeah. $5, you get one of the best horror games. You had me at Peggle, EA Access. Yes. If I and play Peggle, Peggle too. Which, like, I how does... Okay. I, as a person who's never played Peggle in my life, I only what? know... Yeah. I only know that the guy's like, we're launching Peggle 2 on the like <laughs> Xbox stage and thing, and he was just, like, really hyped about it. I have no idea what Peggle is. I'm assuming it's, like, Bejeweled. 
well, you have to shoot a little cannonball and get all the orange pegs out um, within a, within 10 shots. It's a really cool game. Joe, it's addicting. I love Peggle. Don't you talk shit about it. <laughs> so what? Like in the second game, you shoot two cannons? <laughs> no, it's just more levels and different power ups. Oh, OK. So this is like pre DLC microtransactions, I assume. I think you could buy something for new masters. I think they have some micro transactions in there. Jesus Christ. But Peggle's awesome. Yeah. Don't, don't I don't, don't think it's dead about. on launch. I would I would actually say if this is like backwards compatible esque type games, dude, mm-hmm. go buy Dead Space because it is. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It'd be it interesting to see because obviously PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. doesn't have that kind of backwards compatibility thing. Mm-hmm. Like Game Pass and Xbox. Yeah. So it'd be interest, interesting to see what kind of games they fill in that yeah. what we can play on P- PlayStation 4. Because a lot of those games on the EA Access list were 360 games. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to find out. I'll fight you, Sean Capri. <laughs> I just heard Xbox. I just want, you know, Luke, I just want while to... they fight, we'll yeah. just stand and hug and just, yeah. you know, have a beer together and just hang out. Yeah, you no, know. I'll fight Luke too. I don't care. I'll take it both on. <laughs> They're both white with, you know, wives, and one has two kids. They can't be much of a fight. I really think, you know, Sean would end up apologizing before the fight even started, you know? Like, oh, so sorry. Oh, so sorry. You know? <laughs> you know? That's our competition. People that are, you know, a senator and a father. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> he hates that analogy. Next story, Kyle. Would you like to read it for us? Sure. Uh, PlayStation Now update adds Batman, Arkham Knight, Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance, and much more. Um, here's a list of games that uh, come to us in the U.S. and then my, our friends across the pond in Europe. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, U.S. Okay. users get 8-Bit Armies, mm-hmm. Batman, Arkham Knight, Brawl Out, Dangerous Golf, mm-hmm. Lego Ninjago Movie Video Game, mm-hmm. My uh, Jin and the Forsaken Kingdom. That's a PS3 game. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Ultimate Edition, PS3. Miko Gakut Monogatari Kaede episode on PS3. Thank God I wasn't reading it this episode, or else things would have gotten uh, real offensive real fast. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter, PS4. And Tales of Zestiria on PS4. Um, Euro gamers get Batman Arkham Knight, Lego Ninjago movie video game, Brawl Out, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Mm-hmm. Atari Flashback Classics Volume 2, Wild Guns Reloaded, 8-Bit Armies, Titan Attacks, Dangerous Golf, and Clockwork Tales of Glass and Ink. Pretty dope. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I like this list. What, what's one game that you're like, oh, that's dope. I, I want this. I would, I would throw money at this service. Oh, uh, well, there's one game that I bought from GameStop, and I never finished it. Mm. Um, and that's Maijin and the Forsaken Kingdom. Okay. Um, it's you're. I'm trying to remember if you're a kid or like a grown ass man. I forgot. I think you're a kid, <laughs> and uh, you you're uh-huh. you're buddies with a stone golem, and you use the golem to solve puzzles. And it's very much like um, eco. Okay. And but there is some some combat involved. I'm trying to figure out the I right would, comparison. For me, I would like to say brawl out. Because that's oh, the closest that's cool. thing we're ever going to get to a Smash Brothers game on the, <laughs> on the PlayStation. How dare you? Battle Royale, you know, Battle Royale is never going to happen. 
All stars going to happen. Grouchy Surge writes in, going into the next generation, Sony has a chance to make PlayStation Now better. While I'd love to see next month or see the month to month free drop like uh, $99 a year. Could you see Sony launching PlayStation 5 and saying all the first party games from PlayStation 4 are available on PlayStation Now for download day and date with launch? Okay, so he, Gratchy, you, you dumb fucked up. Uh, he meant he means all first party PlayStation 5 games are day and date launches. Just if that confused you at all, do you think what is what is that thing that they need? Or to he could on? be he could be meaning that the PS4 first party games will be available right away. I mean, either way, That's I mean, yes, though. yes, I would love to see this, yeah. but this wouldn't entice me again because downloading game, these huge games will take forever for me for you yeah and so it doesn't make sense for me but this is if they did that that's a great that's a great deal honest to god if they were just like hey all the games in this generation right of the playstation 4 generation yep. horizon zero dawn god of war uncharted 4 blood spider-man spider-man right like all days Until gone dawn. yeah days gone detroit these become games, human detroit become human the cowards that left us for the pc master race (laughs) all these games are now playstation now games that's actually a really awesome deal those are really good games um but do you see playstation 5 games being something like you know xbox game pass where they're day and date i think it makes sense for them to keep up with what xbox is doing Mm -hmm. um so I wouldn't be sur- I wouldn't be shocked if they do it. I wouldn't want them to do it, honestly. Because, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, the reason why Xbox gets to do that, and I th- I think I've said it here before, is the reason why they get to have their games on Game Pass is because when you look at the majority of Xbox games, they're all games of service games. They're all games where they're these living, breathing entities that, you know, advance over time or, yeah, advance over time or they change or evolve over time to where they're more content, more content to keep you hooked, keep you playing, but also to keep you paying. Now, for the most part, too, uh, again, I'm not big into the Xbox ecosystem, but from what I'm aware, none of them are really game break. Gameplay breaking, but they're there. Like Gears of War, there was definitely a big push for buying cosmetics in that game, which made it not fun for me because I loved all the skins you got. But that's another case. Uh, you know, Halo, they have the Warzone uh, stuff that you got to buy loot box out of. Forza Horizon has it. Uh, sea of Thieves has it. All their games, State of Decay, I believe, even has it, if I'm not mistaken. All their games have microtransactions so that you buy and you pay over time. It's kind of like when you're playing Gears of War, theoretically, if you have it on Game Pass, you're like, well, you know what? I only paid 15 bucks for this game, so I'm going to make this $5 purchase. And you keep mm-hmm. thinking that months and months afterwards, and you're actually paid 80 bucks for Gears of War just based off microtransactions alone, right? So like, that's what I did with Fortnite, and I spent 200 bucks on that game, right? Ooh. More, more, because I bought that... 
all them Avengers skins. I don't even play that much. But you're just like, oh, it's free. They provide so much free content. Here's 20 bucks, right? That's what yeah. Xbox gets to do. Whereas PlayStation, it is, here's a really great experience. It's selling this box, right? Here's God of War. There is no DLC to this game. Here it is. Here's Spider-Man, where there is no loot boxes in this game. Here you go. Bloodborne, mm-hmm. here's no loot boxes. Uncharted, from what I'm aware, no loot boxes, just like little cosmetic things. Like their their prime focus is either on expansions, like story expansions or story experiences, where usually it's a one and done. And though my fear is, you play the next God of War, you beat it, and then you stop paying for uh, for PlayStation Now, and then that developer yeah. doesn't get that big of a cut because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there isn't microtransactions, and I feel like that fuels, I don't know. Do you think that that then fuels, like, hey, we need to put microtransactions to maybe pay off some dividends to make this game? I I could see how developers and uh, these gaming companies can can be lured into doing that. Like, they get backed up into the corner where they got to make money somehow, and what's the easiest way to do that? microtransactions so okay that was my long rant out of the way um what what is that thing that gets you paying for playstation now honestly i'm the wrong person to ask because Mm -hmm. i am so not ever going to do it because Mm -hmm. of my internet um it's just it's just never been a thing um Mm -hmm. i mean i might do like a rental here and there yeah. Like honestly seeing that game uh my my Jin and the Forsaken Kingdom on there I might just go and buy rent it for like a couple days. Yeah. All right. But yeah. Well then, let's get to the next story. Would you like to read it for us, Kyle? I like not oh, reading. I to. I'm going to be honest with you. No. Yeah. Not reading all these stories for me is great. I love having <laughs> you do it and I just don't have to uh, This next goober I'm super excited about. Yeah. Uh, God of War do- documentary Racing Kratos arrives tomorrow on May 10th. This comes from Push Square. Racing Kratos is the feature length making of documentary announced last month and promises to dive deep into Santa Monica studio and unearth some fascinating behind the scenes footage. It's a rare glimpse into AAA development and we can't wait. That is both the article and myself. I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah. Dude, this is so awesome. Again, I, you know, I think I said it a week or two ago. I don't know. I'm just recovering from finals. But, like, this is awesome. This is, though it's going to be a rose-colored glasses type of look, you're still going to see how, you know, how the sandwich is made when it comes yeah. to this game. And I can't wait because Corey, I know for a fact is going to make sure you're aware of how much blood, sweat and tears goes into developing these games. So yeah. I can't wait for that. I mean, and I also said this a couple weeks ago, but some of my favorite stuff during that time when God of War came out was Corey going on all these YouTube channels and doing like spoiler casts yeah. and just talking about the development and all these little things that they were trying to put in there. Yeah but they couldn't or the things that they did put in there that maybe you didn't catch in the time. Like I love behind the scenes stuff, no matter what it is. I might even do a video on it. If, if I find that there's something to talk about and maybe to throw a little love Corey's way, because man, that's, that's so awesome. When when I I hope this is the beginning of more. Yeah. 100%. Kyle, on to the next story, sir. 
Uh, UK sales charts. Days Gone retains top spot for second week. Days Gone has retained its position at top of the UK sales charts for a second successive week, following a not-too-dramatic 60% drop in sales week over week. Mortal Kombat 11's numbers dipped by more substantial 74%, mm. so the first-party exclusive remained at the summit of the best-sellers list. Awesome. That's great. That's the Benz. Again, congrats, Benz. It looks like the, the scores are not hurting this game's sales. And we even go on to the next bit of Flash news, Kyle. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this comes from PS Lifestyle. Uh, Days Gone had a bigger launch than God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn in Japan. It looks like Days Gone is the next long-running franchise from Sony. It's already had some strong sales numbers, but it had a horde-sized debut in Japan. See what they did there? Oh, you clever. You're so (laughs) clever, PlayStation Lifestyle. Ben Studios' newest title moved 114,319 units at launch, making it the third highest debut of a Western-developed Sony title, behind only Marvel's Spider-Man and Uncharted 4. That also means it beat heavyweights like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn in that country. The numbers come from Famitsu's sales charts. Again, congratulations, Ben. Yeah. And I hope, I mean, look, this game sold really well. It also goes to kind of show that the whole zombie, everybody like, we hit critical mass on zombie things. Apparently not. Still selling really well. A lot of people are like, oh, it's not going to sell because it looks like Last of Us. Guess you're wrong because it's still selling really well. Um, And I hope this gives credence to a sequel because I really want to see what a sequel of this game looks like. I, 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 I would like to see it. That's all I I, I, not to harp on it anymore, but I, I, I don't want days gone to turn into what happened with the order. Like I really wanted a sequel to the order. Well, I I think the difference though is now you never will is that the order was a critical and commercial flop. True. Whereas this game is not yeah. not a critical flop by any means. It's just all right, and then yeah. it's selling really well. Selling well. So yeah. yeah, awesome. Congratulations, team. Let's get to the next Absolutely. story, and the this new- is also part of the flash news as well. But it's a little segment I like to call <laughs> sneak it in here. <laughs> Rumor has it. <laughs> what, what's wrong, Kyle? I'm sorry. <laughs> you. I was about to say new PSVR bundles. And you st- you stopped me after I said nude, and I thought I said nude. <laughs> like I think you just tricked me into saying nude on a podcast. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, also, fine. I skipped ahead because I'm this tired. So no, um, yeah, let's do the rumor has it first. <clears throat> okay. Uh, rumor: Ghost Recon Breakpoint leaks ahead of its official announcement. This comes from Push Square. Just 24 hours before its official reveal, Ghost Recon Breakpoint has supposedly leaked, as caught by eagle-eyed Reddit user JRMYW130. An image of the title's collector's edition popped up online before it was quickly taken down. Now I'm throwing a curveball. Oh, this I see. is being released, or the trailer of this game. Being released at State of Play. Here's the next portion of the bet. Is this the new IP that they were talking about? Like that's a yeah, game. maybe. Well, it's either a I mean, yeah or nay. It's either yeah or nay. Yes, but I'd be just I'm disappointed if 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 it is. I'm gonna say no. I would like to say no. I was not a fan of of uh, Wildlands. I never, I never played it. I I was it was it was very buggy and it was very fun for me. And I I think it makes sense because they're doing like this John Burnfall thing 
uh, like in in the game, and seeing seeing that happen at only like two months after Division uh, has released, I think that does call for you're getting another Tom Clancy thing next year. Uh, Breakpoint, maybe it stars Keanu Reeves. Maybe it's a <laughs> sequel. <laughs> Point Break. That'd be dope. That'd be great. I literally put the story in here for that dumb joke. <laughs> it landed, Joe. It landed somewhere. I'm so tired. That got that fucking connected with me, man. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I don't. I don't think it's in there. So I say it doesn't, and you say it will. Right. I say it is. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna see who wins. And now, the new. Let's get to the. Yeah, PSVR the nude bundle. PSVR bundles. Uh, Sony refreshes PSVR hardware line with two new bundles. Ooh. Sony's lined up a compelling month for PlayStation VR, so it's only natural that it has a couple of new hardware bundles in the pipeline. Mm. Due out in North America later this month, the first package collects Blood and Truth, Everybody's Golf VR, a PlayStation camera, and a couple of PS Move controllers for $349.99. The other option, which is a bit cheaper, comes with download codes for Trover Saves the Universe and Five Nights at Freddy's VR Help Wanted, as well as the headset and a PlayStation camera. There are no PS Move wands included in this option, but it will retail for the lower price point of $299.99. It's awesome that they keep on pushing PlayStation VR like they are giving it bundle after bundle. This is the first bundle since the Borderlands bundle, if I'm not mistaken. Was that... That was in December. Well, well, was that Borderlands and Beat Saber? No. It was... No, I think it was just Borderlands, because I think maybe it came with a gun. Maybe? Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is no, also... No, it's see- Borderlands and Beat Saber. Oh, really? What? Oh, my God. Now we're playing Beat yeah. Saber. Burn, 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 burn. I need to get yeah, back no, into that game. The Blood and Truth and Everybody's Golf bundle yeah. is a great deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, those, are you getting Blood uh, and Truth day one? I might get both of those day one. Ooh. Uh, now, there is actually one. Everybody's Golf VR demo that is out right now. Ooh. You could, yeah, you could try out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't make it into the news because I knew I would remember it right now. But, like, that's pretty awesome. That's actually yeah. something I'm going to be downloading on my PlayStation once I get the chance yeah. for sure. But to answer your question, Blood yeah. and Truth is 100% day one. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm, going I'm, to, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I will try to reach out to them about some type of review code because I would love to cover that game. But even if we can't, I'm going to try my very hardest to buy that game day one. Yeah. It's just money got real tight, man, all of a sudden. I get it. So scary. I, get, I have $2 in my account. You know what? I got three, so you're beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to prepare for something, yeah. don't we? Hold on to something, kids. Prepare the drop. So, every week, PlayStation gives out the list of the latest and greatest games landing on the platform. This week, we got a few games. Not too many. But Kyle, I'm going to let you take the first pick. What game excites you the most from the drop? It's a game called Black Paradox. Mm. Black Paradox is a fast-paced roguelite shoot-em-up. Unleash an arsenal of weapons, power-ups, drones, and other upgrades to survive waves of enemies against a backdrop of vibrant pixel art and synthwave soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Enter the cockpit, ready your weapons, and prepare for the ultimate galactic showdown. Now, when I looked through the drop, mm-hmm. uh, looked through all the games, I saw this. It looked cool. I had roguelite shooting up. I was in. But then I watched the trailer. 
I'm going to tell you right now. You need to look up the trailer and watch it because the soundtrack is awesome. Yeah. For that alone, for that alone, it, it's going to be a buy for me. So, Kyle, here's the thing, right? Yep. I let you go first because I was fighting off a yawn and okay. I didn't get it out. So, uh, it's happening. Okay. Let it, let it happen. And let I apologize. <clears throat> the game I'm excited for this week is Bomb Chicken. Yeah, that's Ooh. right. Play, sorry, let me do my awesome voice. Play as a bomb-laying chicken in this action puzzle platformer. Who doesn't love a chicken? Dot, dot, dot. Especially when it's smothered in delicious blue hot sauce. After a freak accident, a seemingly ordinary chicken becomes a bomb-laying, free-ranged hero. Explore the versatile mechanic of laying bombs in this explosive exploration platformer. Okay. <clears throat> that was harder to read than I thought it was in that voice. Uh, no, I've seen this game. It was on Switch a few months ago. Now it's coming on PlayStation, the best platform. Yada, yada, yada. Uh looks dope it is a fun looking game and yeah no you're chicken any shit out a whole bunch of bombs it's hilarious i love it there you go that's that's uh that's my drop this week and now with that let's get into my favorite segment andy snail oh boy now here's the thing though luke lore comes to me he's like joe you gotta stop with this segment i don't like it i think it's run its course and i gotta i gotta agree with him you know so what did I do? Did you I fly to London? His, I, well, here's the thing. I just knocked <laughs> on his door. I was just like, hey, Andy, can I have the mail? He's just like, yeah. Because usually, like, you could write to us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Yeah. You could send your questions over to, you know, the Casa de Badbit Discord. Or I could go steal Andrew House's mail. But it's just like, you know, the thrill of the hunt is gone. I don't nearly get as aroused doing it oh, that I geez. used to. Oh, um. So, you're not getting kicked out of <laughs> calling his kids a big dumb idiot. I mean, they are big dumb idiots. You know, I like one of those big dummies to figure out their way to come over to this house, knock on my door, tell me to stop. You know what? And with that, just the thought of those big dummies, I flew over to Great Britain, land of the free, home of the brave. They have this like this baby everybody's talking about over there. Everybody, they're so excited for this dumb, stupid idiot of a kid. Archie. Is that the kid's name? Yeah. They named the... These bastards have the audacity after we kicked their ass in, you know, 1776 and then we did it again for just sweet, sadistic kicks back in 1812. And they have the audacity to steal the an American icon, Archie, from us. <laughs> and isn't, isn't Megan... Um, Megan Markle? Yeah. Isn't she American as well? Yes, she is. She's very pretty. And they yes, steal her from us as well? Where did these bastards get off, you huh? sounded You sounded really close to Letty from A Mice of Men when you said she real pretty. <laughs> she real pretty. <laughs> I pet the She's got long hair and a cute face. <laughs> and every time I look at her, I say, why are we? <laughs> oh. Ain't that a beaut? Oh, and then I look boy. at that Henry fella, and I'm just like, what do you got that I don't? Money, probably. Joe, you job. will never be able to step foot in England <laughs> for the rest of your life. 
<laughs> anyway, so like Andrew Haas is going to like shake hands with this dumb baby Archie, <laughs> stupid idiot. So I walk over and I just take his mail. It's mine now. So with that, the first question oh, comes what? from Nerds Gone Platinum. Should Sony boost the value of PlayStation Plus and or PlayStation Now subscriptions by including PSVR titles? That's uh, a great question, Nerds Gone Platinum. PS Plus for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that would work with PS Now. Streaming a VR title? Well, that one, that I think work. you would have, like, like yeah, like, like PSVRs, you have to download them. Uh, I, I think so. when we when we go into the PlayStation 5 era, I think they're going to just say, hey, it's just download. Just download. Yeah. I think they're going to get rid of the whole streaming idea. I don't think that's that's a ways away, you know? Yeah. So. But 100%, VR should be on PS Plus. Yeah. It, it's it's looking a little barren. We talked a little bit about that, you know, last week while oh, you yeah. were gone. So I want yeah. your thoughts on this. Uh, for me, the lineup this month. Yeah, yeah. Well, how was it for you? First, uh, I think this is a great month. Yeah. Actually, um, I've been meaning to buy Overcooked because mm-hmm. um, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. And what what becomes of Edith Finch? I think I got the title right. Yeah. Um, is a game that I've always wanted to play, just never got to pick Same. up because I've heard so many great things. So, so I'm really excited. I'm just like, yeah, this is actually a game I'm going to play for the first time ever. So <laughs> I think it's a fine month. I went, I said this to Luke Lore, and then Luke Lore very smugly, that son of a bitch. He's just like, oh, yeah, we got it on Game Pass this month. <laughs> Look at me. Oh, <laughs> my car. You know? <laughs> God, but yeah, so like it's it's uh yeah it's fine, but I think people get stuck on the number of games that you get. Yeah, where they're just like, oh, it's only two, yeah. you know. As where you're just like, yeah, but like they're two good games. It, you know? Yeah, yeah, and fine. it's it's games where you don't have to you know shell out extra money for. Yeah, it's yeah, I would like to see PSVR games for sure. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. coming. I think that's coming. Edward Same. Edward Varnell asks what color should sony use to represent the playstation 5 and should that color be the outer shell of the system also if insomniac worked with nintendo what experience would you want them to take away and use it on a new ip for sony that's a really good one so what do you think the color is going to represent the playstation 5 so i'm guessing ps4 we would say blue because of the cases right Oh man! I say stick with blue. Blue's great. Yeah, I love I love the blue look. Um, I think if they go back to a more like silver, that'd no, because cool. then I got to change the logo to represent that. So it's oh. fine the way it is. <laughs> White and blue is fine. But yeah, I, I think they'll never. They won't go away from blue. Yeah, no. Nah. I'll do blue. Such a great color. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a dope. Like I wouldn't want them to go red and white. No, that's Nintendo. Yeah, like what? Green? No, I can't do that. Beige, purple, Armarillo, which is yellow. Periwinkle, rose gold, yellow green. Oh wait, yeah, you took periwinkle. I was like, there's a really <laughs> ridiculous one. Who names a color periwinkle? Uh, got that guy definitely blue? got bullied, and it's like that's his revenge to the. Just it's not like take over, over the, the world. Computer. It's like I'm gonna make a color with a ridiculous name. It's gonna catch on. There you go. Take that society. Teal <laughs> and green. It's just like yeah, yeah. No, I think you got a good look. Yeah. Uh, but then with Insomniac, 
They worked with, right, let's just say theoretically, they worked on Nintendo. Yeah. Right, we're with them. They betrayed us once more. What experience would you like them to take away from it to work on a new IP for Sony? Um, I think maybe the experience of what it's like to work with actual friends that care for you. You know? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Friendship. <laughs> the power of friendship. Because Sony, they were like, you know what? We know you worked with our arch rival Nintendo, of whom stabbed us in the back in the 90s. And, and, and yeah, they're big old jerks. But we love you so much. Here's Spider-Man again, you know? Here, here, here's what a serious answer to that question. Yeah. Okay, because um, I don't have one. maybe they they have experience working on a handheld, and they come back and they convince PlayStation to bring back the Vita. That's what I would hope. That's the experience I want Insomniac to take from it. Actually, I'm gonna do you one even better. They're like, yeah, we came back to Nintendo. I'm sorry, to PlayStation after working with Nintendo. And now we know how to put how to make a UI cleaner and more efficient to make it run on not just a PlayStation 4 and make it look beautiful, but also have that matched on uh on mobile as well. Because mm-hmm. we all know everybody's gonna be jumping into it. So having a cleaner UI on mobile as well as the user face on PlayStation 4, I think would be dope. Because yeah. I think that's what PlayStation has, or sorry, uh, Nintendo has, is like they always have really innovative ways of how to showcase the menu systems in their consoles. You know, like the Wii U had it in the gamepad, Nintendo Switch, right? Like having, the, again, where it's not all cluttered and you have that beautiful, like Breath of Wild, great when it comes to UI. It's so clean. So, yeah, that's what I would want. <clears throat> Antonio writes in. What's up, Antonio? He goes, by God, freakers, walkers, and infected, whatever you call it, what makes a great zombie game? By God. Uh, The desperation, I think, is is what makes a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, The feeling like everything is lost and you have to do anything to survive, which is every type of zombie game, really, Mm -hmm. but... That's the type of zombie games I like. Um, I don't like like just rant, like shooting down hordes of zombies. That's not my thing. Do you know what's terrifying in a zombie game when executed correctly is the people that worship the zombies. Like yeah, yeah like like um like in Days Gone with the with the band of the people that yeah, rippers that are very forgetful. But I, I, I think of Dead Space with the people mm-hmm. that like praise the necromorphs and the things that's terrifying about them is they yeah. are constantly trying to undermine you, but they blend in perfectly with society itself. Mm-hmm. And so like, you don't know who's one of these crazy cultists because they could be anywhere on top of that. You got these weird things with blades for hands and there's just something about the nihilist like, that's worshiping that thing as a deity that scares me more than the monster itself. That was a that was a great take by me. Yeah, it was. You know, we should end the show there, but you know what? Todd Ox just got one more question. He asks, PlayStation always brings new IP to each generation. What new genres or game types would you like to see Sony tackle with the PlayStation 5? <sighs> what I genres? Got one. I got one. You got one? Go. Got strategy game. Oh, yeah. Xbox has Halo Wars. 
And I'm, I'm yeah. not again. I love Halo Wars. I think mm-hmm. it's a great game. Okay, I didn't play much of two, but great game. I love it. I want to see more strategy games on consoles. And I've been a huge proponent talking about Xbox. Again, like Sean Capri, right? He's in his car. He's like, I've never played a Fable game, but I'm going to love Xbox. I bet they never played Age of Empires. I bet they never played a Rise of Nation. Just a... You know, have you ever played those games? No, I would. I want. I've been. I've been fighting for Age of Empires on Xbox for as long as I can remember. Get it on the system. You want me to play Xbox? I will make a play an Xbox podcast called Age of Xbox, and it's just about Age of Empires on the Xbox. This is be the only game I play on that machine. <laughs> Dude, well, like, how awesome would it be to have like a Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, like strategy strategy s game, or even better yet, a Killzone inspired strategy game? That would be so dope. That would be nice, right? Like, dude. And as an XCOM fan, just more of that, please. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually think Killzone is a perfect game for like, yeah, an XCOM style or like, you know, like yeah, Civilization style game. Mm-hmm. That would be dope as well. Like. Yeah, give me more strategy games, please. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I think the one that I would love for Sony to bring back uh-huh. is the EA Big style games. What's that? Like SSX, uh-huh. the the, the arcadey extreme sports thing. It, it, it's been missing. Okay. And, and I want that kind of stuff to come back and just just really just SSX. That's really that's really what I want. Kyle, I dug this episode, man. I yeah, think we good. killed it. You know. Really quick before yeah. we get to plugs, I realized halfway through, um, you mentioned it last week, and I didn't get to talk and, and geek out about it. I want to talk about Borderlands 3 reveal real quick. Oh, go for it. This is your, your floor is yours. In a segment, Watch. In a segment yeah. I like to call, why would you guys fuck me on this? <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you? Uh, watching that hour of reveal of gameplay mm-hmm. was pure and utter joy as a longtime Borderlands fan. Everything that I've ever wanted from Borderlands is in this game. You got new worlds. The sliding looks cool. Destructible cover. Being able to grab onto ledges so you don't have to awkwardly try to hop on boxes to find the right path to get up higher. Um, Alternate fires on guns. Crazy. The fact that I don't have to remake a new character just to run through it with other people. uh, or, Or to, like... When I make a character or I play as a specific character, I want to play as that person because I I want to have that experience. So having the multitude of ability trees and different action skills, Joe, I want it now. I want it to be September. I just want to play it forever and ever and ever. Mm. Um, I I heard last week that Joe After Work is a Borderlands fan. We need to play like as soon as possible. Dude, all three of us. Um, It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Joe uh, would never break his word, and I think he promised us. And when I say I think, I perfect. don't really know, but I'll say that so that he feels guilty yeah. and he has to. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for yeah. Borderlands. I can't wait to to see what the other characters play like. Um, God, that was such a good reveal. That was so good in my eyes. How do you and feel about Randy Pitchford handling it? Do you think he's getting in the way of this game? I, I think he thinks he's bigger than the game at times. Yeah. And he's bigger than everything. And it's annoying. Mm-hmm. But as long as he's got the right people making the game and he he doesn't really have much input on it, then I'm I'm fine. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to medieval times. No. <laughs> Kyle, what a great little rant you got. 
Yeah. Let's plug on out of here. Let's plug. Yeah. Uh, as always, I'd like to plug myself, Ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN. Uh, my show all about the kind of funny community is called Best Friends Talk Funny, BFS Talk Funny on Twitter. You can find that on podcast services wherever you listen. So rate it, review it, message me if you want to be on the show. Uh, my other podcast with some other the kind of NYC people called Dollar Slice Podcast. Uh, we have three episodes up. It's just us nerding out about things, and we talked Endgame and Game of Thrones the last episode. Uh, we talked about the the pumping gas argument that we had at PAX East. Um, All that right. was audience. <laughs> we're settling this right here, right now. <laughs> if you had the chance not to pump your gas, you would take it. Okay, Obviously. but like the way that you and Kelsey sit there and look down upon people who pump their own gas. It's is gross. crazy to me. It's gross. How many people have touched that handle in that day alone? Oh, they're not God. washing. They're not. They're not even giving a Clorox wipe to it. And I'm supposed to touch that, eat a sandwich <laughs> afterwards. I, I'm getting riled up all over again. We, we it's, it's disgusting. I do look. Oh at, my God. I, Kyle, looking down at you right now. <sighs> which I know it's it, it's funny because like this here. Oh. <laughs> throughout uh, this whole podcast, it looks like you're my you're my papa, and I'm looking up like, yeah, dad. <laughs> uh, so you can find that show, Dollar Slice Podcast, on podcast services wherever Dollar Slice Pod on Twitter. Um, also, uh, Joe, before we get to to play your stuff, I really I want to uh, give a huge congratulations to guests of the trophy room uh blessing jr is one of the up-and-comers for kind of funny he's going to kind of funny to be there for a week and to learn and grow and kill the game even more we're proud of you blessing i'm so happy for you um also to echo chloe on twitter chloe you're one of the funniest people on twitter um i'm excited for both of you to get this opportunity and thanks to everyone who nominated us in some way shape or fashion um we're just excited that we have people who believe in us that want to see us do great things and we're going to continue to do great things and yeah i'm just i'm really happy for blessing chloe it's awesome yeah seriously yeah congratulations you too i know i i tried so hard it got so far but in the end it doesn't even matter but like no it does i was literally i was lying down in bed and like i saw like like um not Chloe. I saw a blessing go, well, I, I, I'm a guest on Kind of Funny for a week, and I jumped out of my bed. I was so excited because like, yeah. when it comes to like this whole podcast game, when it comes to YouTube, sometimes, I, yeah, you see other people, and you're just like, oh, I hate them so much. Like, like you look at Sean Capri and Luke Lord, and you see I've, I've made fun of them this whole episode because I'm jealous how beautiful <laughs> and good-looking those guys are. They're in their car. You know, they're going to go to E3, and Sean Capri's going to be in his the plane going, hey, everyone, it's me. Do you think he has to do the E3 demos in his car? Like they have to come to him? And he's just like, I'm in an airplane with my good friend Luke Lore, the insipid ghost. The flight attendant says, get out of the plane. You're causing a ruckus. But I don't care. Turn that dial. (laughs) And then right as he says, turn that dial, he just gets tasered. He gets air marshaled. That's what happens. You're shouting. You're shouting at the top of your lungs. Liam Neeson just shows up because apparently he's on every plane flight ever and just gets in Sean's face. Like, Sean, you need to stop. He just wrestles him to the ground. 
also big congratulations to Sean on the on the yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Everybody, with all that said, congratulations, Chloe. Congratulations, Blessing. Congratulations, Sean, on whatever you did. But, oh, yeah, here's the point I was trying to make. Is that oftentimes, like, you would think, oh, you get jealous or whatever? No. You're really happy for these people. Very proud. Because you know how much hard work they put into their podcasts, their, their things that they make. And so when you see someone make it, man, you get so happy for them. So I'm so... Happy for blessing, so happy for Chloe. She posts some hilarious, grievous yeah, shit. Does. It's the best. So, with all that said, with, with all that out of the way, everybody. Oh wait, you, you can got, find the podcast here. I got yes. this. You can find. <laughs> sorry that 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 Xbox Drive one really got me. It really tore me through a loop. You can find the podcast on YouTube. On iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify, wherever there's an RSS feed service, please rate us five stars on it. Helps us out, grows this big, beautiful family that we call home and here at the Trophy Room. I want to thank you all for tuning in, watching. I haven't mentioned this in a really, really long time. I ought to. The way we've been growing has been incredible to all the new listeners. I'm so sorry for the past five minutes, but thank you all for tuning in, writing in. It means a whole lot to me. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting. Keep playing PlayStation. I love you 3,000.